I'd actually like to spend most of the time that we have left this morning hearing from you. Please don't be alarmed if you've given me a question some days ago even. I suspect tomorrow we'll get to most of your questions, even if you produce a few more overnight. I'll have to do the question and answer version of the loaves and fishes, make sure there's enough time to go around. But I'm just going to attend to one question now and then I'm going to hear from you. And the question really is about being a person who is in service to others and who is very mindful of her capacity to listen, both in her professional life and in her private life, but is feeling exhausted. And I suspect that this is not true of that one person only. And what I would say, and I'll say this very, very briefly, because we have really come back to this question in many ways over these days and, and will continue to do so until we farewell one another on Wednesday. I think a couple of things are needed here. One is discernment about too much and enough. In other words, we are not always the wisest judges of how much is enough for other people, particularly if the rescuer archetype is strong in our hearts, as it is in mine. The rescuer archetype often emerges very strongly in our lives when we have had to take care of too much too soon. But sometimes the person we are least, least adept at taking care of is ourselves. It can be much, much more compelling to save the world because really we haven't the faintest idea how to save ourselves. Yeah. So, so one thing would be to think very strongly about this whole question of enough. Not only what is enough for the people whose, whose injuries are coming close to you in one form or another, <clears throat> but also when, you f when do you ever feel you have given enough? And I think this is very painful for us to consider. You know, as long as I've been teaching and working psychotherapeutically and before that working as a political publisher, working in the women's movement, working in the peace movement, I have very rarely felt my efforts were enough. I have very rarely felt my efforts were enough. But I have also felt in my body the effect of too much. So we need to become much more skilled at enough. Also trusting the other person's resources. We can get very caught up that we must provide because the need is so evident What would happen if you dropped dead? How would that person's needs be met? Yeah? It's a, it 
very tricky. We're on very tricky territory. But your inner teacher and your journal are good friends here. And a good friend is also a good friend here. A good friend to do some deep listening with. Deep listening. So that it's not just a conversation. So that it's actually constructed deep listening which is what supervision is or should be. Not just about advice, in inverted commas, but much more about allowing the person to see, allowing you to see the effects on you of what choices you've been making and could you make those choices more skillfully. And the second point, that's the first one, Checking out enough insufficiency, borderline rescuing, and so on, without much sense of our capacity to rescue ourselves. And of course, the other side of that is that people can be so absorbed in rescuing themselves that by the time you've said, they've said, how are you, they're already telling you, again, another chapter in their story. So that's, that's, that's also not desirable. The people who have no capacity to engage with anybody else beyond the absolute trivialities, which are usually an invitation to tell you much more about me, there's an awful lot of that. There's an awful lot of how are you being confined to absolutely next to nothing. How are you? It's a lot of meaningless how are you, isn't there? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. The other thing is joy. Our lives become very depleted when there's not connection and compassion and joy. I spoke about keeping hope alive to the very final breath, even in the times when life is literally ebbing from us. It's ebbing from us at every moment, by the way. It's just that we're more conscious of it at other times. This day will not come again. You won't be in your glorious 40s forever. <laughs> you won't be in your glorious 50s forever. You won't be in your glorious 30s forever. You won't be in your glorious 70s forever. You won't be in your glorious hundreds forever. Yeah, this day will not come again. So I spoke about connection and compassion, holding hope that we are connected, that we are compassionate to the very last breath, so that nobody feels separate and abandoned within the human family. That's the point. Separate and abandoned within the human family. But we also are much less likely to abandon ourselves in rescuing others when there's some joy and contentment and vitality and enoughness in our lives. So let's attend to that. Let's attend to that. The joy of having a cup of tea with a good friend. 
the joy of going for a walk in a beautiful spot, the joy of attending to our pets or our gardens or our loved ones, the joy of making a meal even if you're a terribly inadequate cook. Who cares? It's the joy of receiving and giving. Yeah. So I want to hear some joys from you. I want to learn from you now. I hope that was a helpful answer. You asked it for everybody, Heather. Thank you. You rescued us all. 